Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I'm professionally trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. I help people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes. And if you're on a platform that supports it, do consider leaving us a rating and a review as this will help us grow the channel and reach more individuals seeking this style of content. And most certainly, we thank you for supporting the podcast. How to move from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset is our topic for today. If you were fortunate enough to catch the episode yesterday, we really took a deep dive into this whole scarcity mindset phenomena. We were able to break that down into some bite-sized pieces. Today, what we seek to do, family, is to extend our talk, but as opposed to helping you understand the tenets that make up scarcity, what we're doing today instead is, okay, let's assume that you know someone or perhaps you have some of the tenets that we talked about yesterday and you desire to move from there into the abundance mindset. So often this idea of abundance is sensationalized. Social media with various ads on YouTube. There are a couple of other outlets specifically around pay TV commercials where we're even starting to see this. And it always has this focus on monetary gain. And the idea of an abundance mindset is so much more than the financial aspect. This has to do with how we feel about us on the inside. This has to do with how we reflect on life. All that life has to offer if we can switch the lens from scarcity to abundance. And it puts us in a place where we can be helpful one to another, amenable to the sharing of our resources. Certainly, monetary gain is a part of that, but it's not the main idea. Just as a recap, I just want to share with those who may not have caught the podcast yesterday. A scarcity mindset is a belief system really that's rooted in this perception that there isn't enough. It's characterized by a focus on limitation, lack, and a fear of scarcity in various aspects of our life. And again, it could be money, it could be time, it could be opportunity, and most certainly our resources. Now, if we want to compare and contrast that, the abundance mindset, on the other hand, has a perspective that embraces the belief that there is abundance of opportunity, of resources, and possibilities that are available to us right now. There's this fundamental shifting, if you will, from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset that allows us to transform, to change our outlook on life. And we move from this place of disempowerment to this place of empowerment, building on some of the core principles that we learned yesterday. We want to accentuate those today. And we want to start out by 
helping each of us understand that awareness and self-reflection is one of the things that we have to begin practicing to undo this scarcity mindset that would allow us to pivot into an abundance mindset. And the first step is to become aware of our thoughts. What is it that we're thinking about that has residency in the scarcity mindset? Once we're able to pinpoint and put our fingers specifically on that thought, then we can start to trace it back to its origin. And in the process of doing that, we become associated with our beliefs. We become associated with our upbringing and those examples that have laid down this scarcity-based foundation. And it's here where the magic occurs, because once we find out that part, once we solve that mystery, then the shackles literally fall off of us because we're then able to change the narrative. We can then make peace with that old version of us who was bound by scarcity and we can put on abundance and begin to practice higher degrees of self-awareness to see if there are other remnants still hanging around that we need to go after. And then we can begin to also reflect on our beliefs and determine how we want to change those beliefs so that they now no longer align with scarcity. No, we don't want to align there. We want alignment with abundance where we have this inner peace We have this inner freedom to know that the time is right for us. The resources are bountiful. The opportunities are bountiful. And with our renewed focus and our heightened sense of awareness with this self-reflection that we're doing, now we're able to take command of our lives. We're able to change the outcomes that we would desire for our life. We're able to make good decisions. We're able to take action. These things change our overall life and perspective. And it all stems from the recognition that scarcity thinking is a learned mindset. We don't have to remain this way. This leads beautifully into my next point, where not having to remain some way implies infers that change is a good thing and in this case we're going to change to challenge any limiting beliefs we want to identify and challenge limiting beliefs because these provide fuel for a scarcity mindset you have a self-image of yourself your being once your self-image is set will do whatever it takes in terms of the lens with which you see life and experience life. It will do whatever is necessary to ensure that it shows you information that marries up with your self-image. So if you have a poor self-image and you have limiting beliefs that are sort of riding alongside of that, then you've got to get that squared away as well, family. 
I want you to think about this. I want you to think to yourself when you have a limiting belief. I want you to write that limiting belief down. And I want you to say to yourself, what evidence do we have to support this limiting belief? Apart from the things that my mind is showing me that aligns with my self-image, if I back out of that, what other tangible evidence do I have that this limiting belief is true to form 100% of the time? Sure, you're going to be able to look into your past and have an example or two that may align with it, and your brain will do well to bring that back to your recollection. But that's not 100% of the time. We're looking for evidence for 100% of the time, meaning it's always on no matter what. And if we can't find the evidence for that, then we get to break free of those limiting beliefs. And this is the easiest and simplest way for you to do that. Simply by questioning the authenticity and the evidence that is associated with the limiting belief. Then ask yourself further, how can I flip this limiting belief that is no longer limiting? This is the challenge component. We said challenge limiting beliefs. How can we flip this so that this thing is no longer limiting but empowering? And write down as many things as you can think of. Challenge limiting beliefs on every count because 8.5 out of 10 times your limiting beliefs are lies. They are perpetual thoughts that come to a head in order to align with your self-image. So we're going to replace scarcity-based thoughts with more empowering thoughts, with more abundance-oriented thoughts, and we're going to challenge every single time there's an opportunity for a limiting belief to try to take root in our thought life. We're going to surround it with these two elements. Is it true? How can we flip it? What's the evidence? And it needs to be 100%. Gratitude is one of the coolest concepts that I think I've ever been associated with because gratitude puts you in a psychological state that is positive, upbeat, and can do. If you don't have a regular practice of cultivating gratitude in your life, looking at all of the things that are going right, See, this changes your lens. This doesn't permit you to have a scarcity-based lens when you're practicing gratitude. When you practice gratitude, you have this overwhelming feeling of thanksgiving because you're able to identify those things in your life that are going well. And when you're focused on things that are going well, that serves as a kickstart for you to go out and do other things that you haven't achieved that would contribute to your overall goals, your aspirations, or your dreams. How do you do this whole gratitude thing, though? Well, you just kind of sit down and you don't necessarily have to be quiet. I like to, but when you get advanced, you can walk and do it. You can be in the middle of a heated discussion with somebody and use this as a vehicle 
to talk you back into the proper state to have an unemotional conversation with someone. So you take time each day. I do it in the mornings and I do it as part of my midday reset as well as in the evenings. I want to just find myself a nice place. It could be outdoors with nature, whatever you'd prefer. But you're just going to think about five to ten things that are going well. As you progress, like I do it three times, so when you come midday, you think of five different things. Or you think about the day that has taken place thus far and what you have to be thankful for that day. Maybe you want to mix it up a little bit and you want to be thankful for the things that your children are accomplishing and achieving. Maybe you have a fantastic life partner or marriage partner and you want to spend some time sharing with your being gratitude for that partner. There's a variety of different things that you can hook into if you're practicing proper eating. You can have gratitude for that. If you're losing weight, you can have gratitude for that. If your job situation is favorable and you're making good progress and things are working out, you can have gratitude for that. So you think about collectively all of the areas that you participate in in a given day. There's opportunities for gratitude in just about all of those places. The grand finale here is if you can write these things down in a journal and when times get tough, you can come back to those pages and refresh your memory to get you out of a funky state that might be trying to grip you and keep you within the realm of low level vibrations to get back to love, joy and peace. This is a great way to do it, family. And it absolutely works. I want to tell you one more thing about this. And this one's going to be hard, but we have to practice generosity. We have to embrace the spirit of giving and the spirit of generosity. It's one of those things that we find in the universe as a universal principle. If you give more than you give will be given back to you. But you can't do it begrudgingly. It has to be done cheerfully, right? That's the way the universe is able to respect that act of kindness. And by you doing this deed, this act, by distributing some of your resources to someone else, particularly if it's a time of need for them, this is turning on the abundance mindset and is allowing you to flourish in this space because one thing you will find out when you start to practice this particular tenet is if you're going to do it and you're going to do it because it's the right thing to do but you really don't want to do it there's no return on your investment I'm sorry but it's the universe saying that not me So if you want to get the reward, if you want to get what's due you for opening your hand to someone in need, do it cheerfully out of a good heart and smile before, during and after being again enlightened, being full of gratitude that you were in a position of abundance to be able to share with someone else talked about four concepts today to really help you move from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, awareness and self-reflection, 
challenging limiting beliefs, practicing gratitude, and then also practicing generosity. If you want an enhancer for these, I want you to focus on the possibilities and the opportunities and know that you haven't missed your opportunity. Just because someone else is doing it doesn't mean there's not room for you. Train your mind to see possibilities and opportunities in every situation. Reframe challenges as growth opportunities. View setbacks as stepping stones and adopt solution orientation. Don't get stuck looking the rearview mirror and don't be too far forward where you can't be present. By consciously shifting our mindsets from scarcity to abundance, we're opening ourselves up to a tremendous amount of opportunity. We can then attract the positive situations that we seek, develop resilience in the face of challenge. Embracing an abundant mindset also allows us to appreciate the richness of life and to create a more fulfilling an abundant reality for ourselves, our families, our loved ones, and anyone else we're in relationship with. So my encouragement to you is put on an abundance mindset immediately. That's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. Do ask that you share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me on IG at your thought life, Y-O-R thought life, no spaces. Feel free to leave a comment. I want to remind you that you are enough, you can do it, and you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.